cliffcentral.com. So it's time to check in with Dr. Hanan. It's going to be okay. We do this on a Monday morning. He's a renowned psychologist. Mm-hmm. He's also the head of the anxiety and trauma clinic in Joburg. He's arts live in shrink. And um, Nic- Nicola got in touch with us this week, and she's going to join us today on the line to talk to Dr. Hanan. Hey, Doc, how are you? Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm well. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Busy week ahead? Always crazy, and it seems to be quite cold. Uh, it's going to be mm. quite cold this uh, this week. Now, are you are you doing so busy and cold? You're, you're doing in person um, sessions, so you seeing all of your clients in person again? Yes, for sure. So ever since the lifting of all the all the restrictions, everybody feels comfortable. People, it's funny. People now are into shaking hands. Mm. It's no longer taboo to yeah. shaking hands and uh, and hugs. It seems like we've uh, we've gone back. That's, that's good. Normal, right? the new normal. That is good because uh, that's what people people like a bit of real interaction. For sure, for sure. I, I haven't shaken hands with people in two years, so now people are kind of uh, returning back to that, which is actually very, very nice to see. I know, I love it. All right, so Doc, I'm going to put Nicola on. She um, is keeping a camera off, but she's got a story to tell you, and she needs uh, some advice. This is a pretty wild story. So, Nicola, welcome. It's nice to have you on the show. How are you doing? Hello, nice to meet you all. Very good to have you here. This morning. Good. Okay, so Nicola, I'm going to let you talk to Doc and uh, you explain your story to him. Okay. Is it okay if I sort of just read the long email that I have? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because you thought it through on the email. You read it to us, but we want to hear it in your voice. Okay, okay. So um, I was in a relationship with a young man I had met at church. We dated for three months, and during that time, he had convinced me that we were pursuing marriage. We got along very well, and within the first three weeks of knowing each other, we got into a romantic relationship. Um, He played the role of a Christian man so well, and I believe that his his intentions were pure. I ended up getting sexually involved with him. Um, It later came to light that he was sleeping with three other girls that I know of, and he gave all four of us an SDI. He also forced one of the girls to abort his child and then lied to us about the exact same things. He even lied about the most insignificant things and told elaborate stories about his life. And then uh, during the course of the relationship, he always made me feel inferior. He would insult my intelligence and make snide comments about the things that I love or find interesting. He once made up a lie about an older woman in the church that I'm close with and said, that she had told him that he should go find himself a more biblically inclined woman. He then proceeded to watch me cry about something he made up. Um, It was confusing because there were times when he was really affectionate and loving, and then the other times it's like the complete opposite. Um, When I confronted him about what I had found out, which at the time was only of one girl, all he said was, it is what it is. What do you want me to say? Do you want me to cry and get down on my knees? Is it going to make you feel better if I do? And I was obviously really shocked because I don't know how it, do normal people, normal people don't really behave like this. And then, um, yeah, he had no shame, no remorse, nothing. Like there was just absolutely no guilt. And then um, he left me and he went back to the other girl who I, by the way, tried to help because she got... Yeah, she got in contact with me because one of my friends had contacted her <laughs> over social media and told her if she knew about me. 
And uh, according to her, he lied to her and said that I'm his best friend or something like that. And so, yeah, um, I'm still dealing with the trauma of what happened. And I find it difficult to process that I'd not only been rejected, but used physically and emotionally. I also had to deal with the humiliation of getting an SDI from the only person I've ever been intimate with. It's been about five months since everything happened, but I still find myself getting upset when I think about it. I seem to especially become distraught when I'm alone. How can I uh, sort of detach myself from this person and the situation, accept my misfortune, and then learn to trust people in the future again? That's really what I need help with. Okay. So, Nicola, how long ago was this relationship? When did this end? It ended in around February this year. Around February this year. Yeah. And have you been in touch since? No, not at all. (laughs) Have you been on his uh, social media? Have you checked him out? Have you asked about him? Have you spoken about him? Well, here's the crazy thing is that I live in a different town because I moved away in January, but... Um, where I had lived before at my mom's place, he moved this girl into that area. So, so sometimes when I come home to visit, I unfortunately see them together. So mm-hmm. that's kind of annoying. Okay. So I want to mention a couple of things. First of all, uh, you said that uh, you feel bad because he rejected you. Um, yeah, I do. I, w- I want to ask you something. What was your goal of getting into any relationship? What was the long-term goal? The long-term goal is obviously marriage because of my um, religious beliefs. And, okay, but, ma- but marriage with what substance? Just marriage to anybody? Was that the goal, just marriage? No, just married to a decent person that can provide sort of a healthy household. Okay, so let me just double-click on that. So you wanted a marriage with a healthy person, and that means good communication, honesty, transparency, consistency, somebody that's able to compromise where there's attraction and intimacy, and somebody that shares the same values uh, as you, somebody that makes you feel desired consistently, not as a fake, but as a way of life, right? Yes, yes. Good. Okay, let me give you an analogy. Now, imagine you're going to buy a car. And uh, the aim of the car, the aim of purchasing this car is to get from Joburg to Cape Town. Now, as you're about to purchase the car, you realize that the car is missing three tires. And now the car is no longer for sale. Is that a good or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. No, no it's a good thing because you couldn't <laughs> use the car, right? You couldn't use the car yeah. anymore. You couldn't use the car, right? So, again, the analogy is imagine you're about to buy a car. You're about to go from Joburg to Cape Town, and just before you're about to buy the car, you realize that the car is missing three tires and it's no longer for sale. You would go, well, it's not a loss. Thank God, because I could never get it to Cape Town. I could never get to my intended goal using this car. Now, your aim was not marriage. Let's just unpack that. Your aim was not marriage. Your aim was marriage to somebody that carries and has the same and shared values as you do. Does this guy have the same values as you do? I mean, he, it, it seemed like he did. In initially, he sort no, of no. Does he? But does he? I, I know. I know on the surface for the first three minutes. I know that, but does yeah. he? Clearly not from his actions. I wouldn't. I would imagine that he doesn't. Well, I want to tell you something. The fact that you're hesitant that, uh, in in answering the question and you're not adamant and immediately answering the question as absolutely shares. He doesn't share uh, the same values as me. Absolutely, he's a pig. Absolutely, he's not the one for me. 
tells me that he has twisted your view and your perception of what he's really like because what you're doing is you're marrying the good in him and you're just ignoring the bad that he was. But as a package deal, and I'll give you another analogy. Imagine I give you, what's your favorite food? Uh, pasta, I guess. Pasta. What's the worst <laughs> yeah. thing that you would never eat in a million years? What's the worst thing that you would never eat in a billion years? Um... Can it be like, I don't know, like a snake, Anything. I guess. Okay, a snake. A snake. So, <laughs> okay, oh, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so let's now take the most beautiful pasta, your favorite pasta, and I mix it in with some, some chopped up snake, just a little bit of it, and I mix it in there. Would you eat it? I don't think so if I could identify the snake in No, you could identify the snake. The snake is there. Would you eat it? No. Right, but why? It's got beautiful pasta. Because as a combination, it doesn't work. As a combo, yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Ruin it. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you something. This guy that you're talking about, he's got some, some pasta in him. There's some good parts there. But there's snake yeah. too, in the literal sense as well. There's some snake too. And as a combo, it doesn't work. You can't separate the two. And what I advise you to do is stop marrying and stop focusing on only the good that was there, but start focusing on the package deal as a whole. And as a whole... Could this be the man that carried you into marriage, but into the true definition of marriage? I don't think so. I really don't. Well, let me put it this way. No, no, absolutely not. No, no, I don't yeah. think so. Commit to the position that it was never going to happen. I mean, must, yeah. this is just an email that you've written, but I can imagine how traumatic the experiences were to find out that he was having, well, mm, cheating on you with three other girls. I mean, do yeah. you think this is the guy that could carry you into marriage? I really don't think definitely so. Not. I, I, definitely not. Yeah, definitely, no. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Is it a loss to you then? If this guy could never give you what you wanted, is this a loss to you? In the long run, I don't think it's a loss. I actually think it's beneficial for me in the long run because I don't think it would be um, – it wouldn't be a good marriage to be married to someone that you can't even trust. Nicola, Nicola, we need to get away from this I think story. You've got to marry – the position is either the right person for you that carry to carry for the future or the wrong. It can't be a thing, but maybe, but hold on, because what you're doing is you're convincing yourself that he's all pasta. He's not all yeah. pasta. He's not all pasta. <laughs> Must I regurgitate the email that you've sent? He's not all uh, pasta. <laughs> Can we yeah. say that he was wrong for you? Uh, he was. He was wrong. Good. <laughs> Good. He was wrong for you. He could never carry you. He could never carry and give you the desired the goal that you had. If you said to me, Hanan, all I want is just somebody to tick the box of marriage. Okay, maybe. But that's not what you said. You want somebody that shares the same values as you, somebody that desires you, somebody that's consistent and honest and transparent. And he was not that. And if this is what he showed you in the first couple of months of your relationship, can you imagine what would happen if he felt fully comfortable with you? And you find out exactly how to play the game with you. So you say, so my point is, my point is, you say, oh my God, I feel rejected. Oh my God, you're not rejected. You are, you escaped to the skin of your teeth. This was an absolute blessing that he disappeared. Because if yeah. he gave you an STI within the next couple, within the first couple of months, can you imagine how you would have damaged you on a, at least on an emotional level moving or going forward and down the line? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is, this is a lesser cost. Imagine being married to this for the next 40 years, because I'm assuming that's the intention. You want to be married for the next 40 years, right? You don't want to get divorced in three months. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> right. So this is not a rejection. This is an absolute miracle that has happened, and you've got to perceive it as that. You've got to see it as I escaped through the skin of my teeth. But I want to tell you one other thing that I need to do. Second thing that I want you to be aware of is the way we deal with the loss is not by diving in and trying to figure it out, but rather by investing into other things that give us value. So I'll say it again. The way we deal with the loss is not by investing into things and trying to figure them out, is rather by investing into other things that give us value. So let me give you another analogy. If you invest into a Ponzi scheme and you've invested a million rand and you've lost it, so now you've lost a million rand, how do you feel? You feel devastated. You feel devastated, good. Yeah. Now imagine, so you've lost a million rand. So you could either go back into the same Ponzi scheme and lose another million or well, listen to this analogy. Imagine you start investing into new much more lucrative businesses that give you a return investment. So now you invest into other businesses and you got one rent profit, 10 rent profit, 100 rent profit, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, a million, 10 million, a billion. Now you've got a billion rand in your bank account by investing into other businesses. When you have a billion rand into your bank account or in your bank account, how do you feel about the million rand loss? You don't really see it as a loss anymore because you've gotten Perfect. so much more back. Perfect. Perfect. Here's your million rand loss. And yes, you've lost because you've invested time, energy, obviously the physical loss, there's no question about it. But the way you're gonna feel differently about it is not by going back and investing more coins, energy, time, effort into him and what the relationship represented, start focusing your coins, your energy, your time, your effort into other things that create value for you. So family, mm -hmm. friends, new relationship whenever you're ready, uh, diet, exercise, sleep, go back to the church or go to another church, but start investing your coin and start uh, building up your bank account to the point that you have a billion rand. The moment you have a billion rand, what will happen naturally and magically is that the relationship with them will become less and less and less meaningful. Mm. That's okay. awesome. That's good advice. I mean, yeah. you know what? I haven't heard Dr. Hanan get so, um, so like adamant with anyone for a long, long time. And I like this. He's like, stop with this, I think, nonsense. Like, st stand oh up for yourself. Gosh. Right. <laughs> I think Absolutely. it's because you, you want to believe that the person isn't as horrible as they see. Maybe they're sick. Maybe something's wrong with them psychologically. But, yeah, no, I, I think I cannot, uh, you know, allow that kind of behavior. It's just awful. It's really no, it's awful. it's nonsense. It's unacceptable. You must stop with that thing. I mean, I'd also love to believe in fairy tales, but as an adult, we've got to realize that fairy tales are just fairy tales, and we've got to just get married to reality. Yeah. yeah. Period. Sure. He's a pig. He's a pig. He's a pig, and marry that. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Thank God he didn't write that one, for sure. All right, Nicola, yeah. listen, thank really, you. Really, stop with that thing. Thank you very much. I yeah. love this. This is terrific. And um, thank you for bringing your story to us. I hope that Dr. Hanan has helped you with this. And certainly it's going to make a difference for other people who are listening, who are in the same position. Yeah. Have an awesome I week. Think so thank you so, so much. You All as right. well. Okay. <laughs> thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Nicola. Bye-bye. Bye, Nicola. Sure, Doc. Didn't uh, take any prisoners today, you huh? Know. No, when people say think, it means they're on the fence. Nothing good happens on the fence. And I want to suggest to Nicola and anybody else that's going through this, re-watch this, uh, this uh, podcast because there's a lot of valuable information there. Mm. My greatest fear, and unfortunately I see this with Nicola, she 
people like Nicola in my practice. They hear it, but it goes in the one ear and out the other, and they're like, yeah, but he's really all pasta. So they keep on marrying the good and ignoring the bad. But keep on watching this and practice what I've said. It's <laughs> going to help you. I love it. All right, Doc, have an excellent week. We will see you next Monday. Same to you. Right. Stay warm, guys. Nice to see you. Cheers, Dr. Hanan Bushkin. And it's going to be okay. Cliffcentral.com.